Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I wanted to talk about planning an escape wedding. A lot of times on this show, we hear from wishes couples when they are in the planning process because there's a lot to do and it can be interesting to hear what their planning session was like and how things are going. But I'd like to talk with somebody who's planning an escape wedding so that you can kind of get an idea of how those go because although there are a lot of prefab elements to an escape wedding, there are things that you get to plan and choices you get to make. And I know that for people who haven't planned a wedding before, it can be a little bit confusing and you might wonder, well, how's it going to go? So today I'm going to speak with Morgan Duvall, who is getting married at Walt Disney World, and she's going to tell us how it's been going as she plans her upcoming escape wedding. Welcome, Morgan. Hi, how's it going? It's great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. First of all, how did you guys decide on an escape wedding at Disney World? Well, uh, my fiance is rusty. I took him to Disney World in February of 2012 for the Princess Half Marathon. He wasn't too excited about it. We live near Six Flags and he thought that's what Disney World was all about, just rise and kind of poor theming. But boy, he changed his mind in one day. Uh, He enjoyed his time there. He wanted to go back. And so we went back for my birthday. That's when he proposed into the Rose Garden. And then we just decided there's no better place to have it. We love it there. He wanted a small wedding. I wanted a big wedding. And well, the small wedding won because it was going to be a Disney World. So (laughs) we chose an escape wedding because we really didn't think that we would have enough guests for a wishes wedding to really um, constitute the cost. Um, With the difference between a wishes and an escape, it was so much. And we would not be able to probably make it really cost effective for what who would be coming the we really just wanted family um and maybe a few friends if possible and it was just the perfect size an absolute perfect size that's great so now which location are you using you're using a wedding pavilion since you know it cost about a bajillion dollars to get married at the castle a view of the castle was good enough for me <laughs> that's great And so have you already selected which options in the package you want? We did. We actually just sent that back about two weeks ago. I chose the rose bouquet and picture that only gives you uh, certain color options, but you're able to really personalize it as much as you want. Um, I'm actually getting a mixture of medium and light pink roses for no cost at all. Um, We're doing the normal cake. It's the two-tier cake we're doing. I think it's the Elegant Scrolls, and it is going to be marble with white chocolate mousse. That was like a last-minute decision. We were all about the milk chocolate caramel filling, and that just didn't sound right to us. So we went with that. There's really not much uh, options that you have to choose from, which is great because 
trying to decide between a bunch of things is stressful to me. So it was very great that I could just pick and choose what I wanted and it was already laid out for me. That's a good point because I think sometimes people think, oh, escape is so restrictive. But for some people, it's actually much more helpful because, yeah, then you don't get overwhelmed by choice. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have any idea where to start, to be honest with you, if I didn't have something telling me what I needed to pick from. And are you adding any upgrades? Uh, we really aren't. Um, we looked at the packages and the upgrades, and we learned that you can actually upgrade anything, almost anything that maybe a wishes a ceremony has, rose petals, some simple decor, um, as an a la carte. But we just didn't feel like we would be spending our money well enough. We had had to choose between, you know, a seven-day cruise or flowers at the altar. So we just kind of decided on a, on our honeymoon and the fact that the, the ceremony is just so short. The only thing we're really upgrading is uh, the cake topper. We're going to get the Cinderella and Prince Charming. I just couldn't find any other cake topper that really matched our personality, and that just seemed perfect. That's great. So are you guys using any outside vendors? Uh, we are. Uh, we chose to use David and Vicki Arndt for our photography. We felt like photos were a great souvenir type thing. It was a great memory. We're going to have a home reception, and so it would be helpful to have some really great pictures that would capture more than what the Disney photography package that's included with the escape package would do for us and all the add-ons. It just would be more cost-effective to go outside. And I had a, not a friend, but I knew of her who works in the same hospital I do. She actually had a wedding at the wedding pavilion a couple of years ago and used David and Vicki, and that's how I found them. Oh, that's very cool. So then are you, because one of the few things they do let you swap in the escape package is if you don't use the photography, you can either have them take photos at your dessert party or do a photo shoot. Are you doing one of those swaps? We, the thoughts of doing a, a resort photo shoot, it would just be an hour and you'd have to be in, in a resort wear regular clothes. We thought that was something we wanted to do, but we decided uh, spending time with our family and doing some of the park stuff that's going on would be a better use of our time for our honeymoon. So we just kind of decided on that. It was a last minute decision, but I think we'll be comfortable with that. That's a good point, yeah. You want to really maximize the time you get to spend with the people who traveled so far. Yes. And are you doing any kind of a meal or a reception after your escape wedding? With the escape wedding, you get a very short cake cutting ceremony with a dance with your family and your, your new groom. We are actually going to have a meal at 1900 Park Fair there at the Grand Floridian. We thought it would be a better option than, uh, say, a standard event after the cake cutting because we have a lot of family that has different tastes in food, and a buffet would be absolutely great for that type of situation. And plus, we have a few young girls who are coming to Disney World for their first time, and we thought it would be great for them to be able to say they ate with Cinderella. Oh, that's really nice of you. Now, how far out did you guys start your planning? Well, with us being um, engaged in December, we really point on figuring out a date of when we wanted to get married. Once we decided on October and looked into when we can get penciled in, we were looking at October 14th. So I called it nine months out, and they took my information and everything. And it took a while for me to get a coordinator. It actually took almost five days, which is unusual. I had to call them. 
But at nine months out, I got penciled in, and that's where it all started. That's cool. And can you give a rough timeline of from when you contacted them? So it took you about five days to get a planner. And then what was the contract process like? Our coordinator was Michelle. She was in good contact with us. Once we were nine months out, we got to pick a date. Our first date was a holiday weekend, so we had to change dates for the next week. Um, After that, we were in contact about weekly discussing if anyone else had signed up for the date and time. If we would have to be in a lottery, and at, at the exact eight months out, we got an email while we were at Disney World saying that we had gotten our date and time, and they submitted that to some sort of special system that locks everything in. We sent back an email that has some basic information about us, got our letter of agreement sent about a week or so later. We signed that and sent it back, and Another week or so, we got our our copy, our signed copy back with our annual passes, which they call Pixie Dust. And then about a week after that, we heard from our official planner. That's cool. How has wedding planning been from such a distance? It's actually been a very. It's been really good with my schedule. I work long hours and a couple days a week, sometimes on the weekends, and being able to just email my planner and when she's able to get back to me and um, she emailed me back and it it lessens the stress sometimes because of the phone tag and that stresses me out and so I'm able to just contact her when I have a question uh, you know I've been using this board and the this bride's group and the podcast to help with a lot of my questions that I can you know probably not need to bother my planner with and so it's actually been a lot easier than I thought it would be. That's good to hear. Which aspects of the planning are you focusing the majority of your time and your budget on? Well, it's kind of two different things. Most of our time is spent um, organizing travel plans, helping a family. A lot of first-time Disney guests are coming, and so we're trying to focus and get them involved and have them have a you know a less stress time coming. And I know it's a big big thing to uproot your entire family to come and have a wedding in a place you've never been. So that's where a lot of our time has been. Our money really has been our dinner afterwards and the basic price of the escape package besides, you know, normal wedding stuff like honeymoons and things like that. We've been working hard at paying for it and just really haven't had much of an issue with anything. Not a lot of time has been spent stressing over anything. That's great to hear. I think that's one of the advantages of the escape package. Absolutely. And you mentioned that you were planning a dinner at 1900 Park Fair. Are you working with the manager at all, or did you just call up and make a group reservation and that's all you had to do? Well, um, I called at my 180-day mark, um, and they were able to accommodate my large group. I have a couple that probably are going to not come or more that might come. I did try to get in contact with the manager I called a few times to, you know, discuss what to do for the day of or the day before, and I have yet to hear back from them. So I probably will start calling closer to our trip, see if that's an issue. I asked my planner um, about contacting them, and they say they tend to not call back as quickly as they'd like, but I'm hoping that that changes by the time I get there. That's interesting. I'll have to follow up and see how that works out. (laughs) Yeah, it's very interesting different from what I normally hear. So now what are you most looking forward to about your wedding? 
Well, is it sad that I'm looking forward to the music selection? No, that's unusual. Tell me more about that. Well, you know, some Disney nerds, I'm going to call myself a Disney nerd, you know, you picture yourself going down the aisle to some Disney music or some your favorite movie song, and if you did that outside of Disney World, it would be really corny. And so... I love Disney music. I probably have more Disney music on my playlist than anybody you know. And so the ability to have the Disney music to go along with my special day and it to not look like a complete dork did it, it's wonderful. And where else can you have your recessional to supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? <laughs> so that, and I'm really excited about that. That's great. So is there any place online where my listeners can go to follow along with your plans? I do have a planning journal on Discord. I've kind of slacked on upgrading recently, but um, since I have a couple days off for the weekend, I was going to catch everything up. So I'm hoping to get that updated, but my name is Disney Dudette, D-I-S-N-U-I-D-U-T-E-T. I'm on there uh, along with a bunch of other of my disparate friends, but that's where that's most of my planning is there, except for Facebook and things like that. Great. Well, Morgan, thank you so much for taking the time to share your plans. I think it's going to be neat to see how everything turns out, and I think that the information that you've shared so far is going to be really valuable to others who are considering or planning an escape wedding. So thanks so much. Well, thanks for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at Passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com.